If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Hey guys, we're back for our second episode of Two Jersey Jays. I'm Jackie Goldschneider. I'm Jen Fessler. Guys, we're so excited. Our first podcast. I mean, we are so grateful, first of all, for you guys for listening. It did so well. We love you guys. Thank you. I keep saying like, it's. uh, I'm so grateful to my bowel. I feel like that was actually... Jen's impacted bowel. Yeah. Took one for the team. The bowel heard around the world. Yeah. Yeah. How was that bowel doing? It's, oh, uh, you know, something I, it's funny because I got um, so many phone calls and so many texts from people concerned about me. I guess I didn't, I wasn't clear that I was like this, the incident in the hospital was months and months ago, but it was actually really nice. I'm like getting calls from people I went to sleepaway camp with. Yeah. They're like, you know, I'm sorry. Hi, Jen. I know we haven't talked in 30 years, but are you okay? Yeah. Do you ever think that people would be so concerned about your constitution? Actually, yes. Wow. That was very, it was actually very heartwarming. But um, people now, really do give a shit. They do. But uh, look at you. <laughs> that was really nice. And, but I did want to sort of like emphasize that it happened a long time ago, not a long time ago, but months and months, and okay. that it has not happened since um, because I have been doing as directed and Good. chugging my water and, taking my Miralax and eating broccoli when I have to. That's good. But anyway. Right. But we were um, we were just at Jingle Ball. Did you have fun? I mean, it was amazing. Oh, it was, it was so cool. Forget like, oh, like Cher. I mean, how is Cher in her, what is she, in her 70s, right? She is. And she looks so good and like has more like dance moves than any 20 year old I know. Like she's just like 70 is like to do 50. Is it? So that makes us, I don't know. My mom's in her 70s. That makes she's us pretty, 30. she's pretty 70s. She is. Yeah. My mom is 81 <laughs> years old. She runs from five to eight miles a day. That's a fact. She's like a, they call it like a super ager. She is with like weights on her wrists. She's it's, she's so much more, she's so much more busy than I am. She is, between Mahjong, running. In her eighties? Oh my God, you have no idea. She is like over the top and so much more in shape than I am. She stays up until 
I don't know, 11. I'm like in bed by 9.30. Wow. When yeah, I'm in my 80s, cool. I think I want to catch up on every single movie I've never seen. I'm already caught up. I want to move. Yeah. Uh, I, don't um, move. I don't move now. So guys, we have got... You know, we got to outdo our first episode and it was more outrageous. Yeah. There's only one way to do that. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. No, but really, let's talk about sex. I mean, because you know what? There's a lot of talk about sex on these housewife shows. And I don't, I don't really think that it's that accurate. Um, well, it's not for me. I mean, in terms of what I hear and, and the way that sex is described and, I don't know if, you know, certainly like as you get older, sex changes, as your body changes, as your relationships change. But I don't, I tend to not really identify with a lot of what I hear. Yeah. Not just so, the housewives, but, right. you know, whatever, other TV shows. I, I, I relate a lot to my friends when we talk about it, you know, in a casual way and describe sex where it's sort of the same points in our lives when it comes to it. But I don't relate to a lot of, what I hear from housewives and celebrities. Right. Well, a lot of people on these shows imply that they have sex like multiple times of weeks. Like they're pulling each other into closets when the kids are like in the room next door and like they're having sex everywhere. And like, you know, the, the reason why I have beef with it is because it makes you feel like there's something wrong with you. You know, like a lot of times I'll be listening to these conversations and um, I'll say to myself, God, I love my husband so much, but like, what's wrong with me that I'm not like, you know, ripping him into a closet, like, you know, between like, you know, afternoon sports driving and like dinner. I mean, I don't think I was ever like that to be quite honest with you. Even as a younger person, um, when I was in my, 20s and I guess my late teens when I started having sex but but I was I never felt like I couldn't wait for the sex and truth be told when I was younger the only thing that was on my mind during sex was pleasing the guy because I was and you and I have spoken about this even yes. in your book I was always so desperate for a man's attention and you know just looking for intimacy and wanting to connect with a guy and my way of doing that it didn't work to be quite honest with you but was to please them and I was not in touch at all with my body or what I wanted probably I mean I met Jeff when I was 29 but you know really until I was relaxed enough and trusted someone enough to be interested in my own wants and desires. Yeah, I got to tell you, I I think that that's one of the reasons why I hate blowjobs so much is because when I was younger, like way before I was married, I was so interested in like just pleasing a guy so they would like me back. And I gave I gave so many blow I'm sorry jobs. dad if you're listening, but I or gave my kids or your quite kids. a few blowjobs to yeah, guys too. who buttoned up their pants and then never looked at me again. Me too. And I think maybe like there's some kind of a uh, traumatic attachment to a blowjob. For you. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I just don't like them. Yeah. But okay. I, I mean, seriously. I also. <laughs> maybe there's a whole, but I always tell Rachel, my daughter, um, and we, she will only talk to me, you know, to a point in terms of sex, but I hope that whatever she's doing, she is doing what, makes her feel good, not just what makes 
a guy feel good, right? And and that she's with somebody who actually gives a shit about her pleasure because we bond over this now, you and I, like so many other things. All I cared about was that they would come back for more. Yes. Which is just sad. 100%. Yes. But okay, so on these shows, a lot of people talk about all the sex they're having all the time. Several of our own cast members talk about having it every morning, four times a day, you know, and like more power to them if that's true. But I will tell you, there have been a lot of studies on this and the leading studies show that women our age, you know, middle age, you know, 40s, 50s, married couples, they're having sex once a week. That's, you know, it's hard with this to like, I want to be as honest as possible and as open while still, you know, protecting my family and my husband. And and so it's hard to give intimate details, but I will say this, that's a lot to me. And that's just being honest. I'm, um, my sex drive is, was never crazy. I, w- I never had a huge sex drive, if I'm being honest, but Jeff is 61. You know, I'm 55 and we are empty nesters. Well, you know, so, sort of like our kids now are back and forth. But anyway, but it's still, I don't have that. It doesn't even occur to me once a week necessarily, maybe once every couple of weeks. What does he say about it? Listen, if he, Jeff wants, to have sex, I, and he does more than I do. Um, I want to do, to, you know, satisfy him. And, and so I'm more, I'm open to it. I just, it doesn't occur to me. Right. And I don't know. It's, you do hear so, so much talk. There's so much talk of how important sex is. Even, you know, when I go to my gynecologist, um, I, he put me on estrogen and now I'm taking even estrogen pellets, which are stronger than I guess the cream that my doctor had once mm-hmm. prescribed. And once he did, he said, he said to me, you know, is your, is it increased your sex drive? Is your sex drive better? Because I had, you know, I had spoken with him about the fact that it's low and I was almost embarrassed. I was like, not really. And, you know, is that not healthy physically, emotionally? I feel like for me, sex is, pleasurable and important, but it's not the most intimate thing that I share with Jeff. Yeah. You know, there's other, there are so many other things that for me feel intimate. Right. Okay. I understand that. I mean, I do have on average once, sometimes twice a week, but definitely not more than that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that's a really unrealistic, you know, picture of what a healthy sex life looks like. Yeah. Um, when uh, I'm with friends out to dinner, I'll get a lot of, uh, you know, by the end of the meal or whatever, like someone will inevitably say, one of the women will inevitably say, you know, shit, he's going to, yeah, like, shit, <laughs> I know he's going to want it tonight. He's totally, hey, I went out it. to dinner once and I ordered a dish with onions on it. And one of the women at my table looked at me and she was like, oh, she's like, somebody's not going to want it tonight. And I, I said to her, because I'm eating onions, like I can eat out of the toilet bowl and he would yeah. still want it tonight. Right. Well, well, listen, and it's, I think a lot of women feel like because their husbands or their partners are so um, interested in it more often that it becomes an obligation. Right. You know, yeah. I have a lot of friends who say that their husband would take it every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I wonder, and I think about this sometimes, 
as a wife, you know, with, I have such a wonderful husband who is so good to me and so good to our children and such a hard worker. And he, again, like he's not a 20 year old, right? Thank God, because his, his, I don't want to talk too much about his sex drive, but it's not what a 20 year old is, but is it for men almost like a physical pain or okay, I like they need too. it? They, like they need it. Like what does it mean that you need it? Well, I picture, and again, like that's why when, you know, when Jeff's in the mood, I, I, even if I'm not in the mood, I want to please him and not be, I mean, I don't want to be, I hope this is not like anti-feminist, no, but it's just it's the truth. I love him. And I, if he's in the mood and even if I'm not, I do want to, you know, make him feel good. And, but I, I wonder if for men, it's almost like, um, so uncomfortable to not have sex and oh no is it see this is what i wonder also is it like are you in physical pain i don't think so but pain, also like longing like those well you know what like go in the bathroom and jack off but they but that's not what so many men want and i wonder why also like isn't it orgasm is orgasm does it really like right you know and then there are i hear stories from my friends as well that it's not enough just to have sex like it has to be an ordeal it should be, yeah, it should be like, like an hour long. An hour long? Yes. Who's got time for that? Not me. Uh, but an hour long, you know, foreplay. And I don't know. I couldn't. I, I I could not deal with that. And I know a lot of women love that. I mean, I'm not saying not all women are, are like me that, you know, are not interested in it many times a week, a day. I don't know. But this is just my friends and the way that I feel, and it's not a priority and certainly like not to like do it for an hour and no, 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 no. What about like, um, like toys and lingerie? Are you guys into that kind of stuff? No. So definitely not lingerie. Yeah. Definitely not lingerie for me either. And I feel like that's like Mr misrepresented too you have these women who walk out of the bathroom in like a garter and like yeah. no not something so up their ass i don't know something like, up their ass yeah, oh, you mean, i thought you, you mean no like not like a dildo i mean like a thong yeah. you know like a lace yeah. thong yeah. and like missing pieces and the nipple sticking out nothing I i'm not no like i'm not that in into that i mean listen i love a good vibrator is that a toy that's just a necessary part of life i feel like for me for me I don't know. Listen, Jackie's getting like... Yeah, I got to tell you, Jen is so much more comfortable talking about like the real intimate. Like we we have a, you know, we were talking about what we might discuss and she was like, let's talk about masturbation. And I was like, I think I turned like yeah. a whiter shade of pale. I was, I, I didn't know. know what to say. I don't know why I have, I, I don't know if I, maybe when I was younger, like that, even that word, I would just bristle. You know, yeah, like that's the way I am still. Today. Right. But no, not anymore. I certainly don't feel like that anymore. And I also, you know, having two older kids when they were younger, maybe even the age of your kids, I remember having discussions with them um, talking about how it was natural and they should never feel shame around it, that it's appropriate, you know, when they know that they're that they're in a private setting. You said that to your kids? Yes. Oh my God, if my mother said that to me, I would God. scream at her and no, run I don't away. Think, well, listen, I remember being the age, maybe in my teens, right? And I would like lock myself in the bathroom forever. And when I'd come out, I know you're laughing, but I would. And I remember like, I would feel shame around it. I don't 
remember the whys or felt like I was, you know, in some way doing something wrong. And I just never wanted my kids oh, to feel that way. Yeah. I never felt like that, you know? I, I mean, I definitely did. But I always did feel like it was like a dirty little secret. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, it, it's it's just part of, I think, being human, right? Yeah. Um, Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. So like your kids are home for the holidays now. I have four teenagers in my house. Like it's just not realistic for us to close the door and have a quickie because my kids will hear it and they're not stupid. They know all about sex and like, I won't be able to relax knowing that they could be hearing us. Well, it happened to us. For sure, when this is obviously going back years ago, and I didn't realize that I was making a little bit too much noise, and all of a sudden, like my daughter started screaming. How old was she? About teens. I mean, maybe okay. early teens. Okay. It, it was a mistake, and we don't have doors on our bedroom that lock. We have like glass double doors, mm-hmm. and she was like traumatized and furious, and she's like. How could you? How could you let me hear that? And I understand that, of course. It must have been just like, you know, so just awkward at best, traumatizing at worst. But um, it happened. And the truth is, I did say to myself, I don't know if it, I hope it didn't like, you know, actually like traumatize her for real. But it's, she should know that her parents are human and and adults and sexual beings and I'll want that for her when she gets older. Yeah. I think I didn't understand a lot of things when I was little. You know, my dad um 
next to his bed, he had a dresser and in the bottom of the dresser, there was a Playboy. I knew you were going to say that. I always used to go look at it. I always used to look at it. I remember the women, there was one who was totally naked dressed where she was sitting in like a forest with snow all over the place and she was wearing a huge white fur coat and she was completely naked underneath and like spread eagle. And I remember I always used to look at that picture and be like, why isn't she dressed? It's so snowy. And like when I got older and I realized why my dad had that magazine next to his bedside, I was like, ew, I touch those pages all the time. I remember, well, you used to look, I absolutely did find Playboys and I have had more than one stepfather. And so I would always find Playboy and it also like turned me on. I remember bringing it into the bathroom with me, you know, and, um, just probably feeling shame around that as well. And it's interesting now, like that sort of leads into, I guess, a discussion a little bit about porn. And yeah, I, I don't mind porn. Yeah. Well, I don't mind it either. I, I enjoy it. Uh, it's not a, on a daily, but um, yeah, I mean, like if we're away, it turns me on. You know, just being in a hotel room, this is so, so hard to navigate, like what's TMI and what's just honesty, right? Well, I think if you think that other people could relate to it and it normalizes something that's a little bit taboo, then a lot of people talk about enjoying porn, especially. I don't talk about enjoying porn with any of my girlfriends. Well, now you do. Oh, with you. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) I don't know. Like whatever makes you feel good, right? I kind of feel like. If it turns you on, then maybe it's, for me, it works. It's, I don't know. And I know there's a lot wrong. A lot of people feel, a lot of my friends feel like porn. They, if they catch their husbands or significant others watching, they don't feel good about it. They feel sort of betrayed. So can I ask you a question? Obviously. You don't need to answer if you don't feel comfortable. Okay. You and your husband separated at one point. Yes. Okay. Why? For a year. Why do we separate? Yeah. Talked about this on the show, but for those of you who didn't watch, the very quick version is that uh, there was infidelity and we were about seven years in. So like, it's so cliche, right? The seven year itch. And I think that um, well, we were both sort of checked out of marriage at that point. And Okay. So it didn't have to do with your sex life at all. You had a healthy sex life. I mean, it's a great question. I don't think we were connecting in any way. So if we weren't, you know, connecting mentally or physically or emotionally, that was probably at the root of it. Um, And so there was infidelity on both of our parts. Um, And I don't, but no, I don't, it was not for me about sex. We weren't connecting, but it was not for me about the sex is not good and I'm going to find it somewhere else. It wasn't about that at all. So when, so there was infidelity and then while you were separated, you were with somebody else. More than one person. Oh, more than one person. Yeah, multiple. Was it weird? Like, how did that feel? Because then you eventually ended up getting back together. How long was the separation? About a year, over a year. Yeah. So you had multiple partners. Was it different? Did you feel more like you wanted to have sex with them because they were new and a new body. I mean, you would think so, right? Yeah. I mean, I, and again, I mean, I'm just, sometimes think 
I do have that, like, is there something wrong with me? Or is it from trauma in my childhood that I can't connect with my body enough to really like enjoy sex the way I hear that so many women do. But anyway, no, yes, of course it was exciting to be with someone new after being married for seven years. But again, it was not, I don't think it ever was about the sex. If anything, the sex was the least of it. It was just about the connection. Like it was about the first kiss. It was about, you know, the laying naked and being intimate. But no, for me, it wasn't about like, okay, you know, so this is what I've been missing. Not at all. Okay. All right. Um, And did your sex life change after you and Jeff got back together? Um, No. No. I'm going to say no. Listen, and it's not, It. we have always had a wonderful connection. I like to be close to Jeff. I want to be like, even just at night when we are, sleeping i sometimes will just kick him and wake him up just so i can just hear his voice <laughs> he doesn't love that or like even just like go like like move over closer or i just want to like hold his hand makes me feel safe um and he turns me on in more ways like than just sexually right it's like i don't know he's just i like his body i like the smell of him yeah i like evans you know i like just like just I want feeling safe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's change topic a tiny bit. I was watching another Bravo show and on that show, it was recent. Somebody made a comment and this person was happily married and said that she just doesn't feel like people are meant to be monogamous forever. And it really struck me because I took that to mean that she it didn't feel natural for her to only have sex with her husband for the rest of her life. And I, I questioned is, does monogamy, does monogamy feel natural to me? And it does. I don't think that I could feel intimate with somebody else, you know, and, and still be married to my husband. Like I, I think that there's so much more to sex. There's the connection, there's trust, there's all of that. So for me, I wonder is it certain people that just can't be monogamous or that are, can you be happily married and want to have sex with other men? Well, isn't it true that, I don't know, animals in the wild, they're not monogamous, right? Like that's, and we are, you know, in essence, we are animals. Mm -hmm. And so um, maybe that's a fact, right? Maybe it's not really natural. And I think that I hesitate to say this again. I don't know. Is this, I want to, be as always pro woman, but is it less natural for women, more natural for men to be with other partners? I'm not sure. I don't know. We got to look into that. We have to look into that, but I don't, um, I don't know if I think that it's natural or not, but I just, I think that at some point it feels daunting to think that this is it, right? Like, And not just because of the sexual aspects of it, but you're married and you're married for a long time or not, but like that this is the only person that I'm going to lay with and be intimate with. And wow, you know, am I missing something? I think that I felt like that at seven years in. You know, I have heard a lot of rumors in my like town or in other towns about swinging. And I wonder sometimes how true that is how many people actually swing and like 
Once your kids are completely grown up and you're a little later in life and maybe you want to have a little fun, do you think something like swinging or something like a hall pass could ever work? Um, I don't. Swinging, for the record. In terms of swinging, the idea of being, I picture it as being just naked, right? And like, what is, there was that show about, what is it called when you're married to a lot of people? Poly- polygamy? Mor- polymorpha, polymorphous. Yeah, there was poly- Sister Wives. Sis- no, but there was also the show about polymorphous. I, I can't say, I don't know, but about people that shared multiple partners and they were all like, they would live together and get married. And there was multiple, there was, I don't know, four of them. They were all married and they were having sex with each other. And then they would go to like these, do we still call them orgies? I don't yeah, know. And I just can't um, picture a scenario where I would be comfortable enough to take all of my clothes off and go around the room and enjoy more. I, 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 for me, I can't picture that. And I have also heard the stories in my town about swingers and what is it, key parties or something? You pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not. I don't think so. I, I, and not because I don't. Not even getting deep about it. I just don't think I wanna. Like not for yeah, me. Yeah, no, not for me either. There was that um, mom talk. Do you remember mom talk mm-hmm. on TikTok? No. It was these, you know, I got to get it straight, but I think they were all swinging. It was a bunch of like, I don't know if they were, they were some kind of religious group, but then all the women were swinging. They might've been Mormons. I might be making that up. Anyway, a hall pass. do you think, no, 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 no. I mean, I, no, I'm I not saying know. that's what Mormon people right. do. I'm I saying know. they might've been. Um, but uh, what about a hall pass? Did that know. ever work? I mean... I don't think so. I, I feel like I got one in a sense, you know, it's like we sort of both did, but it's different now. I don't no, not really. Cause you were both like taking a break. Yes. Hall pass. You're not taking a break. Hall pass is you're fully married and like you get one night, I guess with somebody else. I don't think that could work. I think it would destroy a marriage. Right. Isn't that that movie? Yeah. With uh, Demi Moore. Yeah, I didn't see it. I've never seen it. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, Listen, I don't rule out anything. There's different, everybody's different. And whatever works for your marriage, great. If it, you know, I don't know. For my marriage at this point in my life, first of all, I don't want one. I don't, I'm not, that doesn't, honestly, like, I feel at this point in my life, I used to crave the attention of men. It was so important to me that I walked into a room and that men would look at me and that I, they thought that I was sexy. Now, if I never felt that again, it would be too soon. Like, I don't have that. That doesn't drive me. So a hall pass. Listen, I mean, I'm not going to kick George Clooney out of my bed. Like, we used to talk about that. Or like, I used to have, I was obsessed with Blake Shelton. And so uh, because I'm like always upstairs in my bed, Jeff's like, okay, Jen, guess what? If Blake Shelton makes it to our house, and he goes up the stairs and he sees you sitting there with crumbs around you. Okay. In your like, like just laying there like a slut and he, you want to, and he wants to go for it. Really? I don't think I've ever heard Evan once mention that he thought any kind of celebrity was attractive and he doesn't like, if I talk about it, I'll tell you something. When the, when the show first came on, when right. I was first on the show back in 2018, I was at an event and I was so like new to all of this. And then, and page six was there. And they were interviewing people. They pulled me over. I don't think our show was even airing yet. We had just finished filming. And they were like, we're going to ask you rapid fire, like 20 questions. Right, right, right. That's great. 
So they were asking me favorite restaurant, favorite food, you know, favorite brand to wear. And then they said, celebrity crush. I said, I don't really have one. And they said, just, just pick somebody. So I always thought that the football player that Kim Kardashian was married to was gorgeous. So I said, who's that guy that Kim Kardashian was married to? Reggie Bush. And they said, okay, next question, you know, I kept going. And the next morning, Evan got like 20 like people sending him. The headline was um, new New Jersey housewife has a crush on Reggie Bush. He was pissed. I think he was embarrassed. And I felt so bad. So I try not to like ever like even mention that I feel like somebody else might be attractive because I don't want to insult him. Like I feel bad, but like he knows that I have like anyone who knows me knows that I have like a wicked wild crush on Pete Davidson. And it's so fucking unrealistic. Like what's really going to happen? Is he really going to leave like Kim Kardashian and all the models? Crush on Evan Goldschneider. (laughs) I do too. I mean, let's get real, but like, I don't know. We were just talking about swing. No, thank you. Love, love that man, but no, thank you. And obviously, we know he's got Jackie Goldstein. He doesn't need me. But anyway, but the point is that Jeff would never, that doesn't even occur to him. I mean, we, like, we can be there watching a movie with our kids and I could, oh my God, he's so hot. Or really? see, I don't or the kids would be like, oh God, that's so bad. That, she's so your type. I don't know why they know that. Really? Like, yeah. Jeff I, always, bad. I don't think Evan has ever said that he thinks that somebody... Why does that make you feel bad? I think no, because I don't want to disrespect him by saying like, oh, that person like I would I mean, I would never say, oh, that man is cute, you know, but like even like a silly celebrity crush like I I don't know. We don't talk about that. I would say that I would say any of that and do say it like like even just oh, my God, look at that guy. He's gorgeous. Like in front of I don't know, my kids and it doesn't that doesn't phase me. Hmm. Um, I don't. I don't want a hall pass and I'm not giving out. No, I don't want a hall pass either. Maybe back in the day. Um, so what about, um, so when I, you see all that time, Mary, what is it? Mary Hill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I, even that, like I would not feel comfortable because I think that he would be insulted. Yeah. And also like, I don't really want to. Sure. Like I, I love my husband. I, I love either. my family. And when I think I'd about want to kill somebody else, but oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Get on the list. Right. I mean, like there's a lot of people, Um, but I feel like it would destroy it. Like if I was to do that, it's not only hurting my husband, it's hurting my children. And I don't, I don't ever want to think about that. You know? Yeah. Listen, when we, when Jeff and I were separated, I, because I had, experienced a lot of divorce as a kid and I was the you know kid in the scenario I was, my parents got divorced when I was three so in my mind it I think I was surprised by how badly it hurt them which seems silly and naive but for me it was part of my life right growing up and I that was the hardest part was watching my kids miss daddy so much and you know not having our family unit together. And I, I'm an idiot I, that I didn't anticipate that. But again, I was, to me, it was just like a part of life, right? And so the kid thing is very, very complicated. Again, I think that it, that you have to factor yourself into the equation, even when it comes to your family, your happiness has to matter. 
Have you ever been with a woman? Uh, I've kissed a woman. Really? Yes. I never have. Yes. I kissed a woman, ugh, again, like to please a man. Hmm. So sad, right? So, um, tell? Mm, I don't know about telling too okay. much, but I did it to turn on a guy. That's just so pathetic, but it's true. So you'll talk about masturbating in the bathroom with with a playboy from well, your stepfather, but no. no. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some, some stuff feels right to talk about. Okay. Other feels. Yeah. Listen, I mean, what else is there to say? I kissed a woman. I mean, how can't get No, that. no, 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 no. I was wondering this, the circumstances. Um, so, you know, just to reiterate, like I just, the this study that I was looking at, it said that in your 20s, the average American has sex 80 times a year, which comes out to like one and a half times a week. But, so that's more than, I mean, that's less than I would expect. Yeah. When you're in your, when you're, um, in your fifties or you have school age children, um, it's about once a week. And then when you're in your sixties, it's 20 times a year. So, well, um, I don't want to be disrespectful to my mom. She's a super ager. Yeah. So I does that translate to, yeah, at least it did. I mean, now she's, yeah. she's 81 years old, but we've had discussions about it. And her mindset was always that if it's, if it pleases your husband so much and and gives i don't know relief in some way then you know what's the problem like it's something that you do and not that she didn't enjoy it too but more from the perspective of you know the physical like if he has this physical need and he feels um like when it's not satisfied it's it's very hard to deal with. And a lot of, I know a lot of women and you probably do uh, do too, who feel like when they don't have, have consistent sex with their husbands or their partners or whatever, that the partners get in a bad mood and it comes like in between them. I mean, you yeah. hear that from your friends. Like my, yeah. I have friends that say, you know, husbands they, get yeah, mad. If it goes, they, they go away, they get very cranky. They withhold sex when they're mad at their husbands. I think it'd be hard to have sex when you're mad yeah. at your partner. Mm -hmm. For me, it'd be the last thing I'd want to do. But yeah. not 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 to manipulate. You know, it was a personal problem for me was um, so you know, I had an eating disorder for a very, very long time. And during that time, I used to play around with um dangerous foods. And when I say dangerous, I mean like they had chemicals in them that oh, I, I had no idea what they people, were. Like yes. it was a snack. Yeah. So oftentimes I was extremely bloated. Even though I was right. skin and bones, I was Gassy. I I was very bloated. So I used to wear a shirt very often when I had sex. And it was because I didn't like the way that my stomach looked. Right. Um, and I wasn't comfortable being naked. I was also very, very cold. And that's one thing with recovery. Like I, I don't have that anymore. Right. Um, and it's great, but I always felt bad because I knew it was a little bit weird not to be naked so i relate to that like wholeheartedly when i was younger i i wore I absolutely always wore had oh my god yes and again i mean you know i've suffered with an eating disorder as well but even you know the times where i would get really really heavy and i wouldn't even think about getting completely naked and to, if i'm being completely honest i still have insecurities even in front of jeff who has certainly seen it all. Um, it's interesting to me that I 
at least the men that I've been with, they don't seem to have any insecurities, no matter what their body looks like, which I wish that I, I think, I wish that I had always felt like that. But, and I hope that keeps going back to, sorry, Rach, to my daughter, but I hope she feels like that, right? Like no matter what she feels in her body, that she would be able to enjoy sex and feel free and feel desirable, you know, no matter what, but I didn't. I still always, I still don't always, I, I don't walk around. I, I would walk around naked if I have during the times where I felt like my body looked really good. I definitely have, but now not wanting to go back to last week's episode about Ozempic, but things have changed. And my, it just, I look, my body looks so much older than it used to. And I have I definitely have a little bit of shame around that. And don't want to, I'm not as free as I was at one time, but it's gone in and out. Like, Can you do anything about that? I suppose I could exercise. Would that, no, would that do it? Like what kind? Like lifting weights? Lifting weights. Or, yes. Yeah. I told, I think I also said in the last episode, I'm trying to incorporate more of that. And it's not just because of my looks, but because at, you know, 55 years old, I need to. I, your bone density um, is fading and it's so important, right? To keep muscle and to keep limber and flexible. And I'm just, I'm, when it comes to exercise, I'm lazy. Um, so, but it is, it's really important. And that would, of course, that would change. I think it would change what my body looked like when you fill up the skin with muscle. It's got to look better. Yeah. Right. I still don't walk around naked. I love the way my body looks now, but I still don't walk around naked. I don't know. It doesn't feel natural to me. Really? Yeah. My kids, I two of my kids will walk around naked all day. Yeah. I don't care at all. Yeah. The other day, Hudson, he, uh, he got like, um, put like a sweat burn on his thighs and I gave him a cream that started burning him. And he's like, oh my God, he takes his shorts off. He's just running around the house, like feet is flapping, you know, like his, his new little pubes everywhere. <laughs> he don't give a crap. He didn't give a crap. <laughs> he's so cute. Don't you feel like that's more of a boy thing? Yeah, I mean. At least for my yeah. kids. I think that, yeah. that my son was way more like that than my daughter. Again, like it's sad that I would like for her to be feel as free. Yeah. I don't. That I, would be nice. That, right? Can you imagine feeling so free? No. Yeah. No, me neither. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. 
Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Uh, any other personal stories? Well, I mean, we didn't touch on was like, which I think we had spoken about before the podcast, but in terms of like that whole, that whole like kink factor and sort of what I have, I do have that part of me and I'm not going to delve in. I don't want to, you know, freak anyone out, but I do have that part of me that is, has a very rich, um, not imagination, well, not just imagination, but fantasy life, right. That I incorporate. And it helps me during sex to enjoy it. And I never really acted on any of those fantasies, but I, was som- I sometimes think to myself, like, is that deviant behavior? Talk to my therapist about it. Are they times. solo fantasies or they involve your partner? Solo. Oh. And so I wonder, is that something? Is that a common thing? Um, yeah, I think everybody like closes their eyes sometimes, thinks about something else. Would you feel bad yeah. about that, knowing that like Evan was doing that? Thinking about other women? Or other situations or other, who knows? I mean, other situations. I mean, like, honest to God, sometimes during sex, I'll have to stop myself from thinking about like my chore list. Yeah. <laughs> like what I have to get to the supermarket. No, no, it doesn't help. Please, right? no. Exactly. But I mean, like your mind does wander. Yeah. You sometimes know? to get there. I Would I be to. insulted? Um, I think, I think a little like piece of my ego would probably be, but only because I don't know how fucking normal it is. I'm sure if you asked a hundred people and they they didn't honest. use their name and they were being honest that a hundred people would tell you that sometimes they close their eyes and like picture someone else. It's not even someone else. Sure, Evan has done it. Yeah. Well, person. I'm not like closing my eyes and picturing a specific an, another man or woman. Right. I, but I'm right. I am picturing like I have these scenarios that turn me on. And you know, it's it is it can be for me at times, it feels a little shameful. I don't know that it should though. You know, it's like and maybe it's supposed to stay private. And I, I've shared stuff with Jeff, but like also like acting on those with my husband is not something that I feel like it would just be so corny and silly, right? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I don't know what they are. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Well, maybe one day, who knows? See how popular the podcast gets. Yeah. Right. Maybe that'll be your celebration. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am like sexed out. Yeah. I, I feel like I need I'm a cigarette. <laughs> Oh, wait, there was another thing. Yeah, go Sex ahead. vacation. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, who put this, like, false narrative out there that... Amen, sister. Yeah, you're supposed to have more shots my friends feel like they're so much more relaxed on vacation. I mean, it depends. Like, are you alone with your husband? Is it, like, a couple's trip? Because then I understand... Well, even maybe. if it's not, I mean, even if it's not, like, we always had... Like sep- you have a separate room from your kids. Is it cha- well? You have a separate room at home, I guess. I don't know. I didn't get the whole. I don't relate to the whole. Like we're on vacation. Now's the time we could finally like relax and let loose. The intimacy that I feel on vacation. I hope this doesn't sound like corny, but like it's just doing fun things 
with Jeff, right? It's like being relaxed enough to, you know, have him hang out with me in the morning, drinking coffee in the bed and getting up and having a whole day in front of us. That's just about like what we want to do and, and enjoying that because I couldn't, I don't think I could go on. I couldn't be with anyone on a vacation. Like any, like I could be with Jeff. I don't want to go on. Maybe when I get older, I'll want to go away with a friend or, but I like just being with him. We have the same rhythm. We've like developed this whole, both of us, this whole uh, rhythm on vacation. We kind of are in sync, right? Like we only want to do so much, or I only want to do so much touring. I want to do a lot of eating. So does Jeff, right? I want to do a lot of laying around. I want to do um, a lot of shopping and well, he would rather actually not do as much shopping, but we have also seeing sites, right? But we have, we've set up this rhythm after all these years that we just have a great time when we're away. And it's not because, you know, we're hanging from the chandeliers. It's just not. Yeah. Um, you guys, this is so much fun. So much fun. I wish I could do like a question and answer service. Maybe. I know. Maybe we could, maybe we could do like a live show and take like callers and stuff. I have guests on. I want to have, um, I do want to have guys on. Yeah. We're going to start having guests. Guys send us like, what you want us to talk about. Yeah. We're so excited. Um, we're going to be doing this for a long time. So yeah. we're going to be coming to you. You know, right now it's going to be every two weeks, but uh, we'll see what happens. Who knows the future holds. Who knows? I know what the future holds. When what? Jeff gets home. When Jeff gets home? Yeah. <laughs> the future then holds me in bed with Netflix. Talking about. <laughs> and crumbs. And crumbs. And fantasies of Blake Shelton. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Well, We are two Jersey Jays. We love you guys. We do. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.